I should have known this a long time ago. But guess what? I didn't. And there are a lot of people who still don't know. So do me a favor and make sure every friend, family member, and acquaintance with a business knows. How do you grow and scale your business while avoiding entrepreneur poverty? Hi, I'm Buzz, and I've spent over 20 years marketing for entrepreneurs just like you. I've learned there's no one secret to success, but a series of strategies to help business owners scale at will. On this podcast, we uncover invaluable insights that successful entrepreneurs and industry experts use to profitably scale businesses. Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. Over the last couple of weeks, I've been having a rash of conversations around metrics. And then I had an awesome interview with Jason Sircone about vanity metrics, which we both agreed were the worst metrics of all. If you didn't get a chance to watch or listen to that show, you should take some time after this show to go back and check it out. Jason had some awesome knowledge bombs in our discussion. Really, if you missed it, take a peek and then (laughs) be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any more this gold we deliver here anyway. (laughs) I'm kidding. The bottom line is that in the beginning of every new year, business owners take time to study their numbers. The sad thing is that most are looking at the wrong ones or at least focusing on the wrong ones way too long. What I mean by that is that not all metrics are built the same. As Jason and I discussed in our conversation, there are a lot of vanity metrics out there meant to make you feel good about yourself and your progress. There are also a lot of vanity metrics that marketers use to make themselves look better than they actually are. So today, I'm going to take some time to discuss a few metrics I think you should be focusing on in your business. But first, I want to give a shout out to Lee Benson and his book called Your Most Important Number. This book has made the biggest impact on me over any book this year. And a year where I have been all over the place with a lack of focus, weekly shifts in my objectives, the whole nine yards. Lee does a really good job of laying out the process of finding that one number that influences everything you are trying to accomplish. It's an amazing how he's able to utilize his technology with various parts of any business. I've personally been able to utilize this better to set my goals for my companies at every level. I'm sharing this because I want you to think about checking this book out as I dive in to what metrics you should be paying attention to in your business. I think if you take my list and Lee's methodology, you will be best set for success. Okay, so let's look at the most important metric every business should be paying attention to. Can you guess what it is? Wait, first, I want you to write down what you have deemed the most important number in your business. If you're driving right now, just keep it in the front of your mind. Now I'm going to guess the vast majority of you have written down or are thinking the most important number you can focus on in your business is gross sales. Is that what you have? What if I told you the most important metric in your business isn't gross sales? 
you'd most likely think, I finally lost it. <laughs> Buzz, without sales, you have no business. Or maybe you're saying, without revenue, your business will go broke or something like that, right? Well, I haven't lost it. And I actually used to think that annual gross revenue was the only number that counted, especially in business. I thought every business was measured on gross sales, but I was wrong for many years. And if you wrote down gross revenue or sales, we are, we're going to help you avoid a lot of the pain I endured with entrepreneurial poverty with the same mindset. So here it is. The most important metric your business can measure is profit. Let that sink in for a second. Your net profit is more important than gross sales. For those who wrote down profit, congratulations. You were pointed in the right direction with your metrics. For those smacking your hand on your forehead, don't beat yourself up. It's an easy mistake to make. And believe me, you, you are not alone. Now, once you make the shift to looking at profit over revenue, it's clear why, right? I mean, all of the revenue in the world won't do you any good if you don't get to keep it. So while revenue and cash flow are important to your business, they aren't the most important. It's what you get to keep in the end that really matters. Now, I'm a perfect case study for this mindset. See, in 2017, my creative agency pulled in over $2.2 million in gross revenue. And that was on a cash basis. I was on top of the world. But the problem is, is that I didn't pay myself even close to $100,000. That's right. When it was all said and done with my salary and everything, I didn't even clear 5% for myself. Pretty ugly, right? Well, I didn't think so at the time. For whatever reason, I thought if I pulled off 3% in profit, I was doing pretty good. And besides, I was reinvesting everything back into the business so I could get the big bucks down the line. <laughs> Problem with this line of thought is that it took me 12 years to get to that point. And it was going to take me another five years to realize the kind of personal earnings I was shooting for not a good place to be. To top it all off, I closed the doors on my traditional creative agency at the end of 2018 and started over with my digital agency at the beginning of 2019. Now, four years later, I am pulling in at about quarter of the revenue I was at the height of my agency run, but keeping twice as much as I ever paid myself before. To top it all off, I have more time to spend with my wife and family. I've also traveled to more countries and taken more personal time in the last four years than I did in the previous 13 years combined. I say all this to prove the point that revenue doesn't mean anything if you don't get to keep any of it. Financial freedom and mobility comes from profit. It's what your business credit is based on, your ability to hire staff and invest in growth. Profit is what your company is ultimately going to be valued on when you exit your business. Now, there are some of you thinking to yourself, Buzz, duh, how could you not know that? Well, you're probably right. I should have known this a long time ago. But guess what? I didn't. And there are a lot of people who still don't know. So do me a favor and make sure every friend, family member, and acquaintance with a business knows profit is their most important number. You'll be surprised 
how many folks don't know? And it's not their fault. It's not taught in school. And there's no pamphlet that comes with your EIN that lays this out. And that is why I have the show. So we can get these things out there, out in the open and eradicate entrepreneur poverty. Okay, so I've identified the most important metric. Now what? There's a lot that goes into creating profit, right? Well, yes, that's right. So let me go over some of the most important numbers in my company that support my measure of profit. The first metric on my list is sales. Can't have profit without sales, right? So who's responsible for sales in your company? Well, I am responsible for sales in my company. And you probably are as well. But regardless of whether it's you or a sales staff, you need to have a metric you can measure to see that sales are creating new revenue. My most important metric this year is based on new clients, but not just any clients. I'm looking to attract clients that want to work with me on a regular basis, preferably on a retainer basis. This creates recurring revenue, which over time helps me build my business faster. So the metric I'm measuring is new clients per month at a certain level of monthly investment. Your metric for sales will most likely include new client acquisition goals as well. Just be sure to include the average size of clients you are looking to attract so you can hit your overall profitability goal. My second metric is client churn. This is how many clients you lose per month or maybe quarter. We all deal with client churn. It's inevitable, but we can minimize churn, which in return increases your growth rate. It's also easier to keep a client than get a new one. So reducing churn is very profitable. If you haven't done so already, I encourage you to research the average churn rate for your industry. Then figure out your current churn rate and see how you compare. You might have an awesome opportunity sitting right in front of you. The third metric is efficiency. For service-centric businesses, this is a matter of understanding what it takes to deliver the service you provide. The metric my team pays attention to is their time budgets. See, if staff is constantly going over budget, I'm losing profit. So measuring this metric will let me know when to look at improving processes or maybe increasing my prices or maybe helping a staff member become more efficient. My last most important metric is outstanding receivables. This is the amount of money your clients owe for products or services they have received but haven't paid for yet. This metric has a huge impact on your profit. If you don't keep an eye on this metric, you will most definitely not be profitable. It's also one metric a lot of entrepreneurs overlook because they are so focused on getting new business. This is why I suggest you delegate this part of your business. And I do mean delegate responsibility and not transfer responsibility. Trust but verify your account receivables are being taken care of. I learned the hard way early on I ended up with over $200,000 in outstanding invoices one time. The worst part is that I had a full-time employee responsible for collecting invoices and an office manager who was supposed to be supervising them. But even though neither of them were doing their jobs, it was my responsibility to measure the metric on a regular basis and cut off those losses. See, your outstanding AR is something that is best dealt with on a constant basis. 
The longer the client is delinquent, the harder it is to collect. So measure often and have someone who is constantly working to keep this metric as close to zero as possible. Now that you have the five most important metrics, it's time to set up a system to keep these numbers top of mind. First, set up a process of collecting these numbers on a frequent basis, like weekly. Then set up a simple dashboard you can easily access. Something as easy as a spreadsheet does the trick. You want to be able to bring up the spreadsheet and within five seconds, recognize whether one of your five metrics needs immediate attention. If everything is green, you get to move on to the next objective for the day. If you see some yellow or red, well, it's time to stop and address those issues immediately. I know that sounds rudimentary, but it's an important point to stress. You need to take a look at these numbers on a weekly basis, all of them, because the sooner you see these numbers outside of their norms or falling short of projections, the easier it will be to get back on course. So I challenge you to get clear on your most important tricks, set up a way to track them, and create a dashboard that gives you real-time pulse of your business in five seconds. And then schedule time in your calendar to do a review every week. Do this by next week and focus on these metrics every week for just three months. And I promise you that you will be able to see your company becoming more profitable. If you haven't already, subscribe to the You Are Buzzworthy podcast so you can get the latest shows as they drop every Tuesday and Thursday. And we'd also love to hear your feedback, so leave a review when you get a chance. And until next time, stay buzzworthy.